This season of Closet Confidential is brought to you by Zalando. Hello, I'm Courtney Smith and you are listening to Closet Confidential. The clothes that we wear tell a story. They can change our mood, they can influence others and they can create memories. So they have more power and significance than we often realize. On this podcast, I'm chatting to people who have a unique and defined personal style. We're hearing the stories behind their clothes, what inspires their style vibes and learning their sartorial secrets. But like you are playing dress up at the end of the day, like you're waking up and you're just putting random stuff in your body. So you might as well have fun with it, you know. This week, I am chatting with the effervescent ball of energy that is PJ Kirby. And we have so much fun chatting about style and taking risks. And it's one of the things that I love PJ for because he really doesn't take himself too seriously or his style. He just loves to have fun with it and experiment. And I think we can all definitely take some lessons from that. We chat about blurring the lines between what is typically considered masculine and feminine clothing and of course the metrosexual style icon that is David Beckham. PJ, thank you so much for coming on Closet Confidential. I was so excited when I got you because obviously we've worked together. Mm-hmm. We've done a little photo shoot. We did. And I just thought your energy was so amazing on set, but also your style. I just love it because it's so different. Oh, thanks, babe. Thanks for having me on. I'm weak. <laughs> Do you think that about yourself? Do you think like you have a unique sense of style? Not or? really. Like whenever, because if people ask me about my style, I'm just like, I literally just wear whatever I feel comfortable in. Because like, I don't know, and sometimes it's not that great. <laughs> it's just like a t-shirt and jeans, you know? Yeah, but I think even when you do a t-shirt and jeans, maybe it's the accessories or the attitude. Yeah, the attitude. And I do love a statement tee. Like I yeah. love ones, like I have a t-shirt that says, um, my kids think I'm an ATM and there's like a fabric dollar hanging out of an ATM. <laughs> like I love that one. It's in the wash. I would have shown you earlier otherwise. I feel like actually a lot of your clothes have this playfulness yeah. or this bit of kind of like obviously you're a comedian as well but like yeah. well <laughs> I dabble <laughs> you dabble in some comedy yeah. but like I do feel like that your outfits have this playfulness and this mm. fun energy and like they're talking points yeah I do like yeah I think like you're play- I and mean, this sounds a bit corny but like you are playing dress up at the end of the day like you're waking up and you're just putting random stuff in your body so you might as well have fun with it you know yeah does your mood depict then what you're oh yeah yeah, yeah, like you can definitely tell if I'm in the mood to like sort of glamour or just be like a feral rat, you know what I mean? <laughs> and if you're like, so like obviously I've gone through your wardrobe, I know mm-hmm. all the pieces that you have. There doesn't seem to be, like some of the wardrobes that I've been going through, yeah. it's a very like, okay, you're a bohemian, yeah. you're a minimalist. With you, I feel like... <laughs> like you're unhinged. <laughs> no, I, I mean, you, you, your words, not mine. Yeah. But you're a serial what, killer. What would you describe your style as? Um, I don't know. Like it's so hard because I always feel like when people ask me that question, I'm always like, I literally just describe it as like I just literally just go with the flow, like whatever I feel comfortable in. Like I, I, how do I describe it? A bit of, bit of. I was gonna say a bit of old, bit of new, but then I'm giving <laughs> wedding like. Something, bar- something, something blue. blue. There's blue in there. You know, I can't really describe it. And like, I don't know, like random. Though that's, I hate that. That's miscellaneous. <laughs> File under yeah, miscellaneous. Yeah. No, but I think that's okay. Like, I don't think like yeah. you have to be. I, it was more, I was more intrigued to 
if you thought you had this, like, if you thought that you could put yourself into a compartment yeah. of style. No, because no, it changes. Like, if I'm, if I'm on holidays, I'm going to be given bohemian vibes, you know what I mean? But then if I'm going to, like, an award show, I'm going to be given suit. With a little headscarf, maybe, yeah, on holidays. Yeah, you know? Oh, yeah, gorgeous. Lovely. Lovely. I can't wait to see you on holidays. When are you going? <laughs> but that's the one thing. I love going on holidays, but then... Me and my fancy Jose would be like very much like, what are we wearing? Like we get excited, you know, because we like bounce off each other. To get dressed yeah, up and yeah. to kind of have like a whole holiday wardrobe yeah, holiday vibe. Yeah, so much fun. What is your earliest style memory? Or what is your earliest memory of like being excited about getting dressed up and style? Fashion-wise? Yeah. So I used to love getting dressed up for the teenage discos which was weird because none of the other lads did you know what I mean okay the girls are putting effort into their rara skirts and they were getting the jelly shoes out and all that stuff right um, showing and, your age but yeah, yeah I was just so to say I'm kind of <laughs> and like all the lads used to just wear like uh, some form of like football jersey and like jeans or like sometimes even a tracksuit were from yeah. or from Cork. Um and I was like I used to just be weak for myself going into the disco but I, I stuck out like a sore thumb because I was like in like a check shirt and jeans like very much done up and then all the lads were like PJ why are you making such an effort and like were you out did you oh no I no. was so so in the closet yeah okay. that's why I was dressing so well because <laughs> I was in the closet no I'm joking I um. I wasn't. I didn't come out till I was twenty, so I was kind of a lambels. But like, I got. I don't know. I got away with it. I mean, there's a lot of guys that have incredible styles. So. Yeah, yeah. But I know. But like, it was. It was weird because it was like it felt. Even if a guy had really good style and they were straight, it was like I. They were less intimidating to me. Like I felt like because because having good style in like back in the day like when people were more close minded meant that you were like a bit effeminate or gay whereas okay. like, it's not the case now obviously yeah. um, but I remember back in the day I was like oh if people think that I have good style like they'll think I'm a bit gay now it's it's so funny because if you look at pictures from back then it wasn't good style it was a check shirt like <laughs> but thank god I just say and I know it's probably a chaotic term now but thank god for the metrosexuals of the early 2000s because they let me just do my styly bits and then I could be like, I'm not gay, I'm a metrosexual, look at Ronaldo. Like, do you know what I mean? So sorry, who were your who were your metrosexual icons then? They were like not I really. Mean, David Beckham. Yeah, David Beckham, like I loved him, like he was surfing, like Ronaldo was like it's just anyone who looked after himself, anyone who gave me a scapegoat to like be into my fashion and beauty bits, you know yeah. what I mean? And sorry, David Beckham was amazing. David and also I was just like Snaps for Posh. Posh done that yeah. thing, right? Yeah. She she brought the fashion and he just goes, yeah, fair enough. And I mean, she, he always looked impeccable. And he's gorgeous. And he's gorgeous. And I mean, like, it, it's a good style icon I to know, have. yeah. What about now, though? Do you have anybody that you... I mean, you, you probably... You're probably going to cringe at me, but like, I would assume that you are a style icon to young men who want to express themselves and be mm. more themselves. Yeah, I t- sometimes I'm like... Am I or do they look at me the same way we looked at Ashley Tisdale on the red carpet when she used to put skirts over jeans? Because I kind of give that energy, don't I? Ashley Tisdale was a moment. She was a, she was ahead of her time. Yeah. Like, but like, I feel like people would look at me now and some people like, it's like kind of the girls that get it, get it, you know? Like the girls would see and be like, oh my God, yeah, love the way you're dressed. But then some people would be like, what is he wearing? So I think it's kind of a bit of a marmite situation. But do you care? No. Yeah. Like, because I'm not like put, positioning myself as like, I'm this like fashion icon girl. I'm like, I'm wearing clothes that I like. And if you don't like it, I don't care. You know what I mean? But that's why I wanted you on the podcast. Because when I look at you, I think 
your inner confidence not even like yes inner confidence but actually I feel like you kind of exude happiness oh, when I see me. honestly though when you're wearing an outfit that I can yeah. tell that you've like either put time and thought into yeah. or something that really excites you a new item of clothing or whatever it is you can really tell that by the content that you're putting out there because oh. it just kind of radiates yeah and it's like I just think it's so it's so powerful because like Obviously, like, you could be feeling, like, shit right. And you could be, like, having a bad day. If you go in, get dressed up, put on your silly little outfit, go for your silly little coffee, and then you'd feel better. And it's so powerful. Life's too short then, like, you know what I mean? So just wear what you want and just go out and have a laugh. Oh, yeah. Do you know, it's too hard. Like, life is hard. You might as well be looking good if it's kicking you around the gaff, you know? And feeling good. And feeling good, and, like, yeah. And making other people feel good. Because I think when yeah. people look at somebody who's happy and wearing an outfit they love, it can kind of be a bit infectious. Is yeah. infectious the right word? Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. can, yeah. yeah. It can change your day as well. Like, I'm just like, if I'm, if I'm having a bad day, some days now if I'm having a bad day, I'm like, I don't want to get dressed up because you just get into the whole, like, depression vibes, right? But some days then if I'm like, if I have, like, if I'm having a bad day, I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to, like, Put on a nice outfit, strut around the gaff, and I will feel better. Like, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm not saying now if you're struggling <laughs> with depression, just get dressed up. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Disclaimer, but it does. It helps me. Yeah. And what was the turning point for you then? Like in terms of you said that you only came out when you were twenty. Yeah. But obviously your style now. I don't even want to say it's flamboyant. It's just in, incredibly you. Mm. But it's a bit camp. Like, I would say that yeah. my style is camp. Like, I'm wearing, like, from when we went through my wardrobe, you see there's pieces in there and it's, like, a huge peace sign on a fluorescent pink bag. Like, it's camp. Yeah. Yeah. So what was the turning point, like, for you then to start dressing the way you wanted to dress? So the first time was when I first moved to London. So I think it was a mixture of, like, the anonymity of being in a big city and then seeing everyone, like, taking risks with their fashion, like, made me, like, more willing to take risks. Because I was like, sure, no one can see me. I may as well just wear what I want. And then the second time was when I met my now fiancé Jose. Like, he was always quite stylish and he'd be, like, taking risks with his fashion in Ireland, in Dublin, like. Um, And... So I was like, oh, we'd like get together and we'd kind of push each other to take risks and like wear whatever we wanted. And then I think we created this kind of like safe space with each other where, where when I show him an outfit, he's not like, what are you going to wear? He's like, oh, yeah, that'd be fab. Or like change that. Like we give each other advice and stuff. Now, he doesn't really take my advice as much as I take his. <laughs> but um, we, yeah, so they're the two points. They were the turning points, I think. I like love- having support and then being in a city that people don't care what you look like, basically. Yeah, I mean that would do it. Yeah. Um, but like, what about the dance then? Does, did, I can see your little what cat here trying doing? to get in. Hello, sailor. Get over there. Um, and then what about um the dance world? Like, were you inspired, like by by dance? Like, you know, you've a few tracksuits there, but not lo- like there's yeah. not a lot. I would say in your wardrobe that would be. There, there was definitely dance wear, you know? So, like, obviously, I was more of, like, a hip-hop commercial dancer. So, like, that is very much about what you wear. And I remember, like, growing up in Cork before I even went to London, like, you'd see, like, people in L.A., like, Ian Eastwood, Brian Puspos, all these, like, old-school dancers. And they had these, like, tracksuit pants, but they had a drop crotch. Mm-hmm. So, like, it went from, like, the like kind of harem pants. Remember harem pants? Yes. But, like, in a more, like 
street style away. So like everyone wanted those, so everyone was wearing those. And then it became a trend in like the dance scene in London when I first moved there to wear the skinny, it's so funny thinking back on it because they're like leggings, but like they're like skinny Adidas tracksuit pants with like the three stripes down the side. Yeah. And like everyone just had them. Like you had to have them in class, you know what I mean? Or then you have like the jumper, you have like a hoodie on, but then you take like one arm out of the hoodie because yes. it's hip hop, you know what I mean? Looking back at it, it makes you cringe, but like, yeah, there's definitely a fashion that goes along with being a commercial hip hop dancer in London. Like they, there's a certain style that goes with that and I used to have way more of that type of clothing especially for auditions and rehearsals and stuff but because I don't do it as much now I don't have as many basically yeah you just kind of filter it into your own wardrobe yeah I did I did dance when I was a kid did you? I, I did well, I, I saw mean, from the catwalk earlier <laughs> if you haven't seen the visuals yet go look at them on socials girl <laughs> don't uh, but I remember the kind of parachute pants yeah Pasha and all those yeah, bands remember yeah. with the big pockets and all the strings yeah. coming out of them yeah it's all that they were a big thing back but even like what I'm wearing now I'm wearing what are these called yeah, like parachute pants. Yeah, they're right? kind of parachute pants. They're kind of back, like a yeah. base. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that whole nineties revival—it's all, yeah. all like or early two thousands even—is uh, is all back. In terms of like eras, I feel like there's again there's a lot going on up there. <laughs> you got a bit of seventies. You got a bit of nineties. Yeah. Is there anything that you feel like you gravitate towards more? I was definitely I go through phases. So I was definitely in like a nineties, early two thousands, late nineties, early two thousands era, like this year I think a lot of um, Demantes a lot of like Statement Tees yeah a lot of like like kind of Paris Hilton sunglasses yes you know what I mean that kind of like vibes like um, and also like kitsch for the sake of being kitsch like I have like a t-shirt that just has loads of cats on it like, like that's so cringe but like you wear it in like a way that's like it's not you know what I yeah. mean so all those I had fun that way like with uh, this year and then I kind of moved like it's weird because some like I was kind of gravitating then towards a lot of like tailoring this year so far it's like um, so I'm doing a lot of like strong silhouettes yeah like yeah. shirts like big like broad shouldered um, suit jackets you know what I mean and then like just like having them with a, a bit of a modern twist so like dressing them down with like maybe like a cap or like a pair of Uggs or something you know with yeah. like a full suit or like a full suit with a sheer top yeah or yeah or even just like a like a jersey or something you know yeah. something random like kind of I'm doing stuff right now where like wearing things with stuff you wouldn't usually see them paired together you know yeah, like so everything like it could be a totally I don't want to say use the word normal, but a totally normal yeah, look. Like a conventional, and then this yeah. conventional, that's yeah. better. And then like this slightly off kilter. Yeah, you're just like, like why one did thing. they choose that yeah. like random thing with it? But maybe it just that works. maybe that can be your style vibe. Yeah. Slightly off kilter. Confusing people. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the things that I love about looking at your style yeah. is the risk taking. Yeah. And I feel like it's something that I wish more people would do. Mm-hmm. Is there any advice that you could give if you're like maybe younger guys yeah. that you know want to dress a certain way and they feel like they're conforming or that they have to conform like what would be like any steps or advice that you could give or share I would say like just start off small so like obviously like I wasn't always this like confident and like kind of I don't give a a fuck mentality like when I was younger like I had to build up to it and there was definitely times where I was like very much nervous going out wearing some stuff whereas now I don't really think it and I think I just started off small so like wearing a top that you normally wouldn't wear but like with all the other clothes that you always like your comfort clothes you know or like 
slightly like taking a risk with like a colour that you wouldn't wear and then just like you'd ease yourself in like start in the shallow end and slowly like tiptoe into the waters you know and then just keep adding to that like anything you just train yourself to take more risks you know and then you you give less of a a shit I crossed the note sorry (laughs) but you care less as you um as you take more risks and then you just get to the point where you know people are going to pass a comment about what you're wearing anyway and you just get good at replying to them being like oh baby you're not wearing it you know like "Mm, how is it affecting you does that bother you if people like do people do people say things to you on the street? Because, like, obviously you do wear things that are yeah. outlandish to other people yeah. or different to other people. Yeah. Like, if, if a guy shouts something at you, or do they? Maybe they don't. But if somebody says something, would you say something back? Do you ignore it? Like, how do yeah. you deal with that? Like, some of my best friends now do take the piss out of me sometimes. They'll be like, oh, you're mad for attention today, are you? Because I come out with, like, <laughs> random stuff, you know? But I'm like, no, I just wanted to wear it. It's just a laugh, like... Um, but yeah, so a lot of... Most of the time it's positive, especially because I live in, like, Dublin, like... And even when I'm in Cork, like, quite liberal cities or, like, when I'm in London and stuff. Uh, but then, obviously, you get the odd person being, like... A dickhead. Yeah. But the, major- the majority of time, people don't really, like, say something to your face. It's like, you'll get a look. Mm. Or, like, what... And I still kind of, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, like, poor me. Like, uh, like you'd get, like, a group past you and, like, they'd cackle. You know, like, they'd oh, laugh. Oh, God. Like, mean and, girls. Yeah. And, like, it's always kind of lads. But, like, um, or, like, sometimes it's, like, like girls, but I'm like, babe, like, look in the mirror, you know? Yeah. Um, but when they do that, sometimes I have a moment where I'm like, like, I feel very self-conscious just like for like a split second. And then I just snap back into like, who cares, you know, and then yeah. I just keep going, you know, but it does happen. It does, especially on the red line, Lewis. <laughs> well, I suppose like you do naturally blur the lines between what is considered feminine clothing yeah. and what is considered typically masculine clothing yeah. so you're doing something that's quite like I mean like you said it's not necessarily different in London or yeah. abroad but I think it's still taking a little bit longer for yeah definitely um, but is there like is that something that you just naturally started doing uh, yeah I, I kind of it was like a natural progression so like I'd start wanting to wear certain types of clothes that I could only get in the women's section so I'd have to go in there to get them and I always remember it was my first time it was back when um, Topshop was still around R.I.P. Um, I used to work there. Really? Yeah, back in the day. Oh my god! When it first opened, I worked in Topship, the flagship store in Dublin. Oh my god! Yeah, oh, that was fabulous. I know it was. But basically, I was. I remember I had loads of stuff. It was coming up to like an event. I think it was a Pride actually in Dublin. I oh, know in London, and I had loads of stuff in my hand. But I had to go into the change room. But it was in the women's section, and I remember going up to the change room, and I was like. I was like, oh my God, um, do you want me to go up to the men's section? She was like, oh no, no, go on, it's like gender neutral. And it was just so lovely. Because especially like, I'm a cis white man. Like, I, like I, that's what like, I am. But like, there's like, now, nowadays there's non-binary people, there's trans people. So like all, like I think gender neutral change rooms and bathrooms should be a thing, you know. Mm. And it's getting, obviously, then the more you do, you talk about that, you even look at like clothing in general, you're like, should, like is there a women's section or men's section? Is that the future? Because like at the end of the day, like if you degender clothing like you like men men like quote-unquote who will who want to wear masculine clothes like what even is that you know what's yeah a, like because back in back in roman times whatever a skirt was a ma- masculine yeah. clothes you know it just changes where depending on where you are but if you wanted to wear like what nowadays is considered masculine clothes you still could do that 
but not have a gender, do you know? You yeah. could just be, you could be like, that's a suit. It's not a man's suit. You know what I mean? And obviously I know then you get into the whole, like, but if you're a designer, you like, there's specific, like, for like a stereotypical man's body, like for traditionally there's like measurements you have to do. Cause I was like learning about like pattern work and stuff, but like there's ways around it, you know? So I just think the way, the reason why I started learning is cause I just started shopping in both sections. Yeah. And it's unreal cause Sammy now like women's sections have way more of a selection. And you're a big guy, so it yeah. must be tricky. Like you are tall, like a bit like a rugby player. Yeah, yeah. So for people who don't know, like I played rugby. I hated every minute of it, but I played rugby when I was younger, and I'm like built like a rugby player. Like I'm huge, and then so I have to be careful because sometimes, and I, I there was definitely some earlier looks when I was wearing women's clothing that makes it look like you know when lads bring the stag on a hen and make him dress up in women's oh. clothing. I kind of look like the stag on a hen sometimes. Looking back on some pictures, but now I know my shape and I know like how to like dress for my shape so even if I am wearing like a dress or whatever I have a lovely diesel like wrap wrap dress like upstairs that I wore last summer um, and it suits my body shape yeah. like, whereas like there's sometimes I wore a dress that I was just like bayed into and I was like oh no never again. I think you actually know really well how to play with proportions mm. so like when you're doing a skirt you're doing it with something oversized on top or, or vice versa yeah because otherwise I think it feels a bit I, feel, I look uncomfortable and I think I always think comfort is key no matter what you know what I mean when people are like oh you have to be uncomfortable for fashion I'm like yeah you can be I'm not able I'm like no. sorry no I, I just I, will, I won't look good if I feel uncomfortable in clothes you know I think you always look comfortable in your clothes. Yeah, and I actually, I was looking at you recently. Obviously, you've uh, had sold out stage shows. Oh, thank you. Um, and the outfit, did you, you wore the same outfit, wasn't Yeah, it? so I had to, I had to, because I was like, imagine thinking of a, every night of the tour, thinking of a new outfit. So yeah. like, I had, basically, the outfit was, I got, uh, I thrifted a suit jacket, but I cropped it at the waist, because I love that silhouette now, you know? Yeah. And so I had, like, broad shoulders, cropped at the waist, just a vest underneath, and then I had, like, a really mini skirt, and then boots that came up just below my knee. So it was, like, a really nice silhouette, I thought, on stage, especially because some of the show I'm, like, silhouetted. Yeah. So, like, it's a very distinctive, like, silhouette when the light hits you. So no, I, loved I, I loved it. I thought it looked so distinctive as well, but I actually loved that you wore it on every show, because yeah. I think it kind of gave... Didn't matter where you were, gave yeah. the whole thing a, a look, like, consistency yeah. and a vibe. Mm. Um, but now no, I can never look at that outfit again because I wore it for so many shows. I'm just like, I was like, if I ever bring back the show, I'm going to have to like revamp it or something, you know? Because when you wear stuff yeah. to death, you know? You're just going to have to put that into like a box yeah, and like and then take seal it, out. it yeah. and have that as your like special memory yeah. box. Speaking of special memory boxes, is there like, is there something... I don't know, iconic, like a piece in your wardrobe that brings you back to like a special memory or... There's like, there's not really like a set piece. So there's there's two things. So like one thing is my Telfair bag. So where is it? Is it down there? I bought upstairs. I have like a cream Telfair bag that I've ordered. I ordered from New York when I first started like making money because um, I was so broke when I moved to London and I was like, I really wanted a Telfair bag. They were like gold dust. They join, they do the different color yeah. drops. And I was like, I was like, okay, I'm just going to buy one. It was the first time I like paid loads of money. No, it's, it's not even as much like as designer bags go. It's like, very much on the lower end of the scale but I remember when I bought it I remember just when it arrived I was like oh my god it just felt so special and I still have it to this day like I love it so much so that's one and then another one is um my 
old I don't still, I, it's in like a memory box at home it's like a tracksuit top from my primary school because I remember me and the lads used to me and two other lads who are also gay now used to put on our heads and pretend it was hair <laughs> So it's like when I look at that, I'm like, oh, like when I was young and free and just like doing whatever I wanted. Like, that's so cute, you know. I absolutely adore that. Yeah. And I, do you know what? I love the bit where you like spend a paycheck on. A big thing. A yeah. big thing. And it's the first one. It's always nice. Did you ever have any oh, like that? Oh, yeah. And I feel, but I always tell people to do that. Yeah. Like to buy something incredible. Yeah. With like, you know, it doesn't even have to be your first paycheck, but like something in like general, a, yeah, yeah, as like a you know a moment. Yeah. So like I have, I kind of, I mean, I kind of do it every year now with both. <laughs> but I do. I have like a dress that I bought Gorge. with like my. I, I can't remember. The, I don't even think it's a big designer, yeah. but I remember it at the time. It was a very Paris Hiltony kind of backless Sunny. little number, and it was you know me treating myself yeah. for working really hard. Exactly. And, yeah. And as well, I think like on that like. Like spending the money, I know it sounds ridiculous, especially like if I told my mum when I paid for some stuff, like she'd be like, are you having a laugh? But I think if you're, number one, if you're into fashion and it makes you feel feel confident and makes you happy, like go for it. And as well, spending the money on a big like designer like that is sustainable in the long run because it's made of such good quality. Yeah. So like I showed you earlier, um, Jose bought me a Jacquemus like kind of like overcoat thing for, I think it was my birthday or Christmas. And that's going I'm going to have that forever like it's such good quality like it was obviously really expensive but I really like um appreciated it and like I got him um uh it feels like we're addicted to Jacquemus but I got him like a Jacquemus bag these one have forever like they're investment pieces you know yeah that's it I think when you're investing in a designer piece obviously they're expensive but it's something that you're gonna have to pass down to your fur babies yeah exactly (laughs) I know Where, where am I gonna give all my clothes I don't know I think we'll have children. The jury's out. Well, let's not get time. into that now. Let's keep let's it on not, fashion yeah. for now. Let's keep it on the fashion. I post. would love to dress up the kids though. Do you like you can not come look, and dress my kids up? Oh yeah, and they're always so, so well fun. dressed. They're so gorgeous. That's the thing. Like Jose's niece, uh, nieces were here the other day, and I was like, oh my god, they're like models. I was like, we get them into a modeling agency, blah, blah blah. And then his sister was like, PJ, calm down. They're literally kids. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I will. <laughs> Did you ever think that you would be a style influencer? Not at all. No. It was never on the radar. Not at all. I always, I always liked dress. Like I always was into my style, but I didn't think that people would be into my style. If you get me, you know, I just thought that like I, I actually love that people find something in it, and hopefully, yeah. I do. Like what I always like is like I hope when people see me, like dress in whatever I want, it inspires them to just. And you mightn't want to dress the same way as me. But just inspires them to be like, yeah, I'll wear whatever I want. Like, like why can't I? You know what yeah. I mean? And like my advice is, if someone's commenting on your outfit, be like, "Well, you're not wearing it, so who are you to tell me what to wear?" Especially if it's an annoying boyfriend. <laughs> I, and they do that a lot. They do, they yeah. Do. Oh, and you should leave them. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, Mark. If oh yeah. He's oh no. Obviously, me wear whatever. Well, obviously he does. <laughs> if you have two kids and you're dressing whatever you want the whole time. But you know what I think when I see your style is. It makes me smile. Oh. It does. It makes me smile. I'd say it makes a lot of other people smile as well. And that's one of the reasons that like, I think a lot of brands are gravitating mm-hmm. towards you. So like, you're doing something that's quite different to what other people are doing. But also like, you've got brands like Zalando, mm-hmm. H&M, yeah. like jumping on board, kind of going, hey, we really like what you're doing. Will you do it with us? Yeah. And like, you obviously come from a, ba- a dance background. You're now doing stand up. Yeah. You're like... 
it obviously wasn't something that you like I went in to fashion knowing yeah, I want to work something in fashion that kind of just happened yeah for you it's yeah. exactly you're kind of just yeah. falling into it and I, I feel so lucky because like stuff like that now like when I, I kind of started with the Brown Thomas campaign and then it was like kind of snowballed from there but it's like like what I love about the brands I'm working with and I don't think I will ever I don't I'll always have this as like a feature of like the negotiations is that they don't they tell me I can wear whatever I want like they don't they don't prescribe what I have to what I can and can't wear you know what I mean so for example and I know I keep happening on about this and I know I'm not reinventing the wheel by shopping in the women's section but I'm like if I see a top in the women's section they're saying I can't wear it because it's a women's top obviously they're not aligned to like my what I wanted the way I dress so I'm like why would I work with you you know yeah absolutely uh, you have to be so true to yourself yeah exactly but I think you are in every Thank you. In every aspect. I try. It's hard, like, because you can, you you know yourself, like, you can get caught up in it all and you're like, oh, I'll just do that to make them happy now. But you do have to, like, stand your ground sometimes and be like, oh, no, like, so what's that saying then to the small fellow who likes to wear whatever he wants, you know what I mean? Yeah. And sees me, like, not selling out, but like, you know what I mean? You have to be careful. You're told on to your morals. Yeah. And, and also, I think, but I think the brands that you have selected to work with. They're so sound. They're, yeah. Yeah. And, but, but they're coming to you because yeah, of exactly, how you look. Yeah. So I think, and how you dress. Um, and I think that's so important. In terms of a style secret, like, mm-hmm. do you have anything that you would share? It's not a secret, but it's if I'm being lazy. Yes. I eat, and it's a t- it was a TikTok trend, but it's like, it's I works every time. You go big, big top, small pants, or big pants, small top. So like if I'm if I'm rushing up the door and I need to get ready really quickly, I'll either put on a really baggy pair of trousers and a tight t-shirt. And like every, maybe just like a cute jacket and like a bag run, that's it. Or I'd put on like a really, really baggy jumper or like like over top or like a nice a cool jersey and like short shorts and like boots. And then like you're done and you just look fashionable. That would be your capsule order then. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's just, if, you, if, you're doing, if you're doing big on top, or you can do obviously big, big both or like small both. But like, I just think it's just, it, dynamically it looks cool if you're, if you have like something baggy on top, something skinny on the bottom or the other way around, you know what I mean? Short on the bottom. And in terms of accessories, because I feel like you are the king of accessories, because I feel like you probably don't leave the house without something. Yeah, they're fun, like, aren't they? I do love a bag or a handbag or... An earring. An earring. Something quirky, like, you know, something to give it a bit of a zhuzh, like. It's fun, like, just a bit of, add a bit of personality. I love sunglasses, but I lose them all the time, I was telling you this. Mm. I'm banned from buying designer sunglasses and I'm banned from borrowing anyone's designer sunglasses so we'll lose them or sit I, I would sit on them really yeah I, I'm a devil for just kind of leaving it in a bag and then just and kind then of like sitting on it yeah. yeah so that's kind of why I shouldn't have designer <laughs> sunglasses but it's it, a tough life isn't it it's a tough life just why? let us have designer sunglasses guys you know <laughs> what's next for you then in terms of style because I feel like I mean is there who's the dream brand collaboration I mean, you've done some pretty epic brands, yeah. so... I don't, like, have a hit list, but my main thing is, um, I just want to work more with, like, Irish designers. I just love them. I love working with Irish designers who are, like, really trying to do things on their own and doing some cool stuff. So I always, like, I always try and find, especially on Instagram, like, if there's up-and-coming designers coming out of, coming out of like, NCAD or whatever. Is it NCAD? Yeah. Yeah, or, like, or stuff like that. I'd make sure to, like, follow them and make sure I keep up to date with them because they're, they're, they're the next generation who are, like, going to be silent, like, making the clothes, you know? Yeah. I mean? 
And they're the ones that you want to get in with now before they're super yeah, famous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like even there's one graduate the other day and I was like, oh, that's a stunning jacket. Like I'll definitely want to wear that something. And I just always ask them then if I'm going to like an event or something, I'm like, can I rent it? Like, because I do want to pay them and support yeah. them. So I just ask them, can I rent it off them for the event? And they're always more than happy to collab on stuff like that. So I think like working with more Irish designers and like just independent designers in general. Yeah. Yeah. But then mixing that with like the bigger stuff, you know. In your parting fashion advice, um, what would be, I know you've been talking a lot about confidence and all yeah. that, but like what would be the one thing that you would want to share with the world, the world that's <laughs> listening to this podcast that's like, you know, a month old. Yeah. But uh, what, what would be, like I know obviously we're talking about like, you know, volume and stuff earlier, yeah. but in terms of like, I suppose having that inner confidence, just wear whatever the fuck you want to wear. Yeah, so my, my thing is like, and it's, it's for everything. Like it's not even just what you're wearing. It's just in life, it's like, it's really hard to do because like, from the minute we're like born, you're like you're picked apart, and like especially like, um, I always say I'm from a place of privilege. Like like I'm a man, and male privilege exists, and um, that like women get picked apart more. So I like it's it's be harder for me to give this advice to women who do get like scrutinised. But for in general, I would say like try and just feel comfortable in yourself and confident in yourself because no matter what you wear, then or no matter what what room you enter, if you're feeling quite comfortable and secure in yourself before you do that you could be wearing a white t-shirt and a pair of jeans and you look amazing because it's from the inside out and I know that sounds wanky and it sounds like it's the end of like a Disney Channel film or something <laughs> but like that is true and it's something like I've struggled a lot with like especially coming from the dance world where you're picked apart like every audition you're told you're too big too small not good enough you know um, you do work a lot on yourself internally um, so if you can get there like just try and be nice with yourself because the, the, the person who's picking yourself apart the most is yourself so like just before you leave maybe say you're a sexy bitch in the mirror you know so your tip is some sexy affirmations yeah look at yourself in the mirror go I'm a sexy bitch even if you look like shit just lie to yourself gas on yourself just go I'm a sexy bitch and then just leave and you just strut down that street babe come on life's too short just get over it like it's hard but just try and let's, let's try and get over it together I, I, and on that note, I'm going to strut down the street. There we go. <laughs> we'll be practicing earlier. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm ready. Let's go in my little furry heels. Thanks so much for having me on. Thank you so much for Honestly, doing it. Such a pleasure. Thank you. This season of Classic Confidential is proudly sponsored by Zalando, the leading platform in Europe offering fashion to suit all your vibes. Whatever moment or mood you find yourself in, Zalando empowers you to express your ever-changing identity through a wide range of clothing, footwear and accessories across thousands of different brands. Explore endless choice for all your personal style vibes at Zalando.ie. You've been listening to Closet Confidential. Thank you for tuning in. I really hope you enjoyed the style chats as much as I did. And if you did, please do like, subscribe, rate and review. And if you want to stay in the loop on all things Closet Confidential, just follow our Instagram page at Confidential underscore official. And if you haven't already, we also have a video series on YouTube. So check that out. And in the meantime, I'll be back next week with another stylish guest. 